Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you for listening today. Yesterday I was talking about uh, Zacchaeus, I was talking about the blind man that was healed, and talking about Jericho, and all sorts of things. I was kind of all over the place yesterday. I hope to be a little more not over the place today. Hopefully I got a grip on life and can move forward. Isn't it funny though, sometimes you just get going and you're you, you kind of get scattered, and I guess the older I get, the more scattered I get, but hopefully I'm proclaiming God's truth, and that people will listen, people will understand, and people will respond. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for every one of these listeners. Lord, bless them today. Lord, may they seek you with all their heart, soul, and mind. God, I ask your blessing and your power upon them that they would be a living witness for you. And God, they would always stand up for you, no matter what the circumstance is. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as I finished talking about Zacchaeus yesterday, uh, an issue of Zacchaeus Day in our day is that we have so many people who judge others for their lifestyles. We have too many people out there wearing the SC badge, and what I call that is the super Christian badge around policing everyone's life and telling them what is wrong with everything they do. Look at the people in the Zacchaeus story. Wow. How could Jesus hang with someone like that? That's pathetic. Jesus was about loving the sinner and encouraging them. He doesn't tell us when we, uh, that we give, our li- when we give our life to him and our, all our bad habits are going to go away and everything's going to be perfect. Sometimes people think, well, I can't be perfect. I can't become a Christian. i got too many bad habits. Hey, he works on those things. He helps you down the line. None of us are perfect. I can tell you, I've been a Christian for years and years, and I am certainly not perfect. And I know other people who have given their heart to the Lord have come from a very dark background, but boy, they've changed dramatically. But are they perfect? Certainly not. Are they forgiven? Certainly they are. And they have a new life, and they're building a life, and it's in process. It's learning and growing every day. We have that opportunity. At our church, we've recently started something that's called Cloverdale University, and it's we offer a lot of classes, and we offer some things. There's some things online and some other things, and, and that. So it's for the purpose of growing deeper in the things of God, and folks, that's exactly what we have to do. To me, Jesus made it abundantly clear that He saved the lost, and He encouraged them. Jesus isn't there with a bow and arrow, ready to shoot an arrow through your heart when you slip up. He is there to say, get up, get going again. Life is a journey, and folks, it won't be over until you're called home. He was given us, he's given us a lot of tools to deal with in life, and such as the church, Christian friends, the Word of God. Those things help us in our walk with God. Reminds me of a story. This lady was driving down the road and reached down to pick something up and smashed into another car and then ran into a pole wrecking the front end of her car. The older man driving the other car got out of his car and ran over to see if she was okay. She was sobbing, but said she was okay. But I just got married, and my husband gave me a car for a wedding present, and he's going to be so upset. I don't know what I'm going to do. The man comforted her and said, It will be okay. If you could just get your insurance card out, I will give you mine, then we can move on. She said through her tears, I don't even know if I have an insurance card. The man told her, it's usually in your glove compartment. Why don't you look there? She opened the glove compartment, 
and saw the envelope that said auto insurance, and she opened it to find a note with the insurance. The note said, honey, just in case you ever have an accident, please remember I love you, not the car. I love you and not the car. You see, this is what Jesus always teaches. Even in the Zacchaeus story, he cares for you. He shows mercy to all people. If you want to be a great Christian, show mercy to those around you. Love them, not what they do. Stop worrying about if they are perfect or not. Know that God loves them so much, and we need also to love them. I believe the church, and I'm not talking about my church, just the church as a whole, all Christian people, all the churches, would be full and overflowing if we would just make it a point to love people and encourage them and see what God can do in their lives. So what do we need to do? Stop judging and start loving. John 3.17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus still isn't here to condemn, but to save, and that's exactly what he did with Zacchaeus. He didn't condemn him for treating people poorly and taking their money and being wealthy. He saved him. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. It's important that we understand it sooner than later. Adding positive input creates positive results. And you know, I've been around a lot of positive people in my life. My dad was extremely positive. My mother wasn't so positive. My mother was more of a, she was more of a hypochondriac in a lot of things. She, she kind of saw the, yeah, she was always worried about her health, always, you know, thought the worst of things. And my dad was always lifting her up and trying to be positive with her. And he always saw the positive. And I had my friends, my best friend, Mel, he always saw the positive. And if I would say something negative, he would say, don't think that way. You got to be positive. Be positive. People respond to love. People respond to being treated well, you know, kind of like dogs a little bit. I heard about a man who went to get out his newspaper one morning. And when he opened the door, a cute little puppy dog that was owned by his neighbor across the street was bringing him his newspaper. He thought, how cute. So he went into the house and found a treat and brought it out to the dog. The dog ran off just as happy as he can be. The next day, the man went to the front door and opened it up, and there was a dog sitting there. Next to the dog were eight of his neighbor's newspapers. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is fabulous. You know, that you treat people right, they treat you right. Folks, people respond in a similar way. When you're loved and you're appreciated and treated with praise, People respond well. People will listen. If we want to see the lost come to Jesus, we must learn from Jesus to love the lost and accept them as God's creation and allow God to work in them powerfully. Not necessarily you. You're going to show them God, but let God work. He can change them. And sometimes you think, well, man, he's not doing anything with them. He can change them. He has chosen you to breathe the life of God into others. The question is, will you respond? Will you be like Zacchaeus? He did. Zacchaeus changed his life. We can have a profound witness to the lost if we allow God to do heart surgery on us. You know, I'm anxious for us to get with it. I'm anxious for us to serve God in such a powerful way that people see Jesus in our lives. 
I think all of us have that opportunity every day, wherever we're at, whether you're in your home, whether you're in your neighborhood, whether you're in your church, whether you're out in a community, you have an opportunity to love people, to be kind to people, to listen to people, and not to judge people. Judge not, lest you be judged. With greater strictness, you'll be judged. God wants you to be a living witness for him. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to say yes to the call of God? How can you plan to do something? Easy. Write it down. One thing about my daughter, she writes everything down. I mean, even her weekly food schedule, what they're going to eat on the refrigerator so they know on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not that she always sticks by it, but she always writes that stuff down. Always has a plan. She has a plan for her vacations. It's all laid out, well laid out. Well, we need to have a plan for life. What can I do to touch someone's life this week? Where can I go that would make a difference? Maybe it's walking downtown and asking God to have me run into people and just to show them the love of God. Or maybe pass out some kind of nice gift to someone. People always like food things. You know, in our church, if you come, you're a visitor at our church, you pop in. If we know you're a visitor, you're going to get a welcome a little. You're not going to get a welcome cup. We don't have the cups at this point. I know a lot of people do. and But we have a welcome giant Hershey bar wrapped in a sign that says, Welcome to Cloverdale Church of God. And if you happen to pop into our church, certainly let us know you're a visitor, and you'll get a candy bar. Because why? Because Pastor Tom loves candy, and he started doing that years ago. And so that's just what we do. And then we try to uh, encourage you, if you're just visiting, uh, we'd love to talk to you and get to know you. If you're looking for a home church, we'd really like to let you know what's going on at Cloverdale. But more than that, we want to steer you at least to a church to a church in the valley, maybe by your home or wherever, that you can get plugged into and you can make a difference. As I've told you many times from this platform, I'm not concerned about whether you come to Cloverdale or not. I'm concerned that you're in the house of God somewhere, worshiping and praising the Lord. You know, as Hebrews says, do not forsake the assembly of gathering together. I believe it's very, very important. And I want people in these great churches around the valley that we could fill them with people needing Jesus. But we could love people and show them the love of God. I love different ministries. In, in our church, we have several. And we have one I talk about now and again. It's called our Wood Ministry. I have a good friend, Tom Com, who runs this ministry. And he, and he has all these youth that are troubled teens that they do community service and they help in that ministry. And there's about a dozen guys that, that work that and Man, they cut wood, and we they they uh, sell wood for a, a really reasonable donation. I think it's one hundred and fifty dollars a cord, and and all that money goes straight to mission to touch others' lives. I love that that we can love on people and yet continuing doing the mission that God has laid out. God has a mission for you. What is it? Are you listening to Him? Are you seeking Him? He wants you to respond like Zacchaeus did, and follow Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, as we leave this place today, as we leave this radio station today, Lord, I pray that we would follow you. I pray that we would be such a living witness for you that would people would see you in us, and God, they would realize they have hope and they have a future. 
Thank you, Lord, for these great listeners. Bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.